In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. This podcast is dedicated to that type of precision. I'm not sure what we'll talk about each day in this podcast, but you can rest assured that as our thoughts and questions continue, we will search the scriptures in order to know the truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? Church membership is one of those things that's sort of taken for granted in our culture. I mean, everyone understands that they should be a member of a church and they go through whatever rigmarole or plan of action is required of them for whatever particular congregation they want to be a part of. On the other side of that, there are some people who posit, well, is there ever any real biblical evidence or command about being a, quote, member? I mean, after all, I've never seen in the Bible where it says you must petition to become a member of a local congregation. I also don't see anywhere in the Bible they say that it is required to even be part of a specific body of believers. Aren't we all just the universal church of Jesus? Aren't we supposedly just all part of Christ's body? So then can we not just go and fellowship wherever we want? Well, let's think about this for just a moment. Church membership by name is one of those things that's very much assumed in the New Testament church, especially in the sense of what the New Testament teaches us about who the church is and what the church is supposed to be doing in her function and, as we just use the word, in her fellowship together. We should understand that church membership is something that we infer from the Bible. In other words, we see it played out, but then we extrapolate what the Scripture teaches and recognize that there is some type of covenant relationship that Christians have within a local community. Not only that, but if we look at what is commanded in Scripture, if we see what the apostles teach the church in the New Testament and teach the elders of those churches, we see that there are many areas where if we're not part of some type of committed body with other people that we know and deal with on a daily and weekly basis, then how are we even to be submissive to what the Scripture teaches us about being a Christian? How can you be kicked out of a particular fellowship of believers through church discipline if there's no real reason for you to be in the church anyway? I think some of this comes from this idea of consumerism. I mean, we have a culture that really placates to this, I come and I see what happens and I participate in my seat and then I go home. Or like my grandfather's always said, I the church comes, the pastor preaches, the church leaves, and everybody's finished. And we're just sort of not necessarily involved with anybody or involved with anything that the first century church reveals through the teaching of Scripture, but we're just doing something. We're attending something. But church is not something to attend. It's who we are. It's a people that have been saved by the grace of God who are all united in one faith. So when we think about the application of church membership, yeah, maybe the Word is not necessarily the best way, but we cannot say that the Bible does not teach an area of accountability, an area of being in. Therefore, you can also be kicked out of a local assembly, like through church discipline. How can you be disciplined from the body of Christ? I mean, if you're a believer and you're doing some sinful things that you won't stop, uh, and you bring reproach upon the what what group of people are you bringing reproach on? What witness are you hurting? Are you just known as a Christian everywhere and everywhere you go? Uh, how is it that the Christians across town or in another state might know that you are under discipline and you can just go and join another group of people by association? 
No, there's a clear, clear example in Scripture that because of discipline, because of being in and out, that there is some type of covenant relationship. There's some type of testing and seeing and making sure that someone is actually in the faith. It also comes through the idea that we're accountable for one another and we're accountable to one another. The Bible says that we're to be in submission as Christians to the elders of our church. So who is our pastor? Who are our elders? The Bible also says that we're supposed to be submissive to each other. So who are we supposed to be submissive to? And what particular group of people do we have accountability with? I mean, if we're not accountable, if we're not being submissive, if we're not subject to church discipline, then are we even really living our Christian faith? How about provision? Doesn't the Scripture teach us to love one another, to teach each other, to be involved with each other's lives, to encourage one another? Is this just some ambiguous thing that we're supposed to do out in the front yard and hope someone drives by to hear? Or is this something that we do by its own language? Is this something that we're to do with people that we're intimately involved with, that we have a true love for, and that we know by name? Who is your church? Not where, but who. Who is your church family? Friends, if that's not the local body, then I don't know who it is. Now, some of you may hear this podcast and think, what are you talking about? Friends, I could teach several hours on this and may do so. As a matter of fact, our TheologyAnswers.com podcast, go there and ask some questions about church membership. Brother Edward and I will probably do one on church membership and the local body and accountability sometime in the very near future. Until then, think about whether or not you're truly involved in the local church. You may be a member of a church. You may be part of a group of people who say they're a church. But are you really invested? Are you intimate? Are you part of a people who believe the truth of the Scripture? Do you see the Bible as really the forefront and learning Christ, really the forefront of everything that's done? Are you involved more in what we would call a social church, a church that could be very well even a cool club or an assembly of people who enjoy certain things like an affinity group? Friends, I pray that God would help you find a local fellowship of believers where you can be intimately accountable and you can be under discipline and you can be submissive and you can also teach others and have a life that is fulfilled in Christ together. Some of you may say, I have no church. Well, until that time, we pray with you that you might be in the faith stronger every day through the teaching ministry of churches that have like-minded faith. And one day, maybe, God may plant a church close to you. We're praying for you. We love you. Have a blessed day. We are thankful that you listen to these podcasts daily, and we pray that the information that we provide in the teaching ministry here, not only with this podcast, but with others and other things that we produce and publish, are a benefit to your Christian faith. If you'd like to support us in this venture, please go to patreon.com slash theology. That's patreon.com slash theology. More information can be found at anchoringfaith.org.